You're listening to Ultimate Podcast Marketing, the podcast about podcasting. On this show, we talk about how to turn your passion into a podcast that can earn money, fill up your sales funnel, and help you gain super duper confidence along the way. I'm your host, Emily Milling, podcaster, marketer, producer, and lover of all things podcasting. Welcome to another episode of Ultimate Podcast Marketing. I am your host and your podcast guide up the mountain of podcasting. I am Emily Milling. That was a weird intro, but you know what? We're getting into weird intros these days and weird outros, so I think I'm just going to go with it. I think that's okay. Today, I want to share with you the debrief of a podcast that I just launched with my comedy troupe, Big Chick Energy Sketch. You may have heard me refer to them on this podcast before. We just released a podcast called The Hatch, which is an improv social podcast. It's something, a concept we came up with because we wanted to have a good time. We wanted to have fun. We wanted to practice improvising while we were separated and apart and couldn't be around each other. So me being the kind of wackadoo that I am. I'm like, how can we turn this into more content so that we can build our following, build up our fan base? So this episode is for you if you are feeling like you want to launch a podcast and have a fun, creative time, but you're not totally sure how to go about it and what to do. I'm going to walk you through how we developed the concept and what we did in order to get it launched and out into the world. So I'm going to rewind a little bit. I'm going to go back to the summer of 2020, back when there was like, you know, some warmth outside. We could kind of go see our friends every once in a while if we were far enough apart. Can't do that now. Alas and alack. So Alicia and I, Alicia Carrick, she has been on this podcast before ages and ages ago last year. We decided that we should start a podcast and we were going to call it Wine Darlings. And in our silly heads, we thought, oh, it'll be an improv podcast that we drink a bottle of wine each on. And that did not go well because we didn't spend a long time recording. We spent like, I don't know, an hour and both of us plowed through a bottle of wine each Not the greatest idea, but, you know, mid-pando life, you're kind of like, I'm going to try anything to stop thinking about how much everything else sucks. So that one got scrapped pretty quickly, but then we came up with a different concept without booze because it was just far too much for our poor little brains to handle. So we came up with this idea and we called it You Gotta Laugh, an improv podcast. And basically all we did was have guests on and we would play games with them. So Alicia would come up with the games and I would come in and be the co-host on it and play the games as well. We'd do little scenes and we would have a different guest every time. Pretty quickly, we ran out of people that we knew that could pee on the show that we would be comfortable improvising with because if you've ever done improv before and if you haven't, you probably should because it's super fun and really, really great for podcasters to be able to come up with ideas like off the top of your head. Anyway, if you haven't done it before, it can be kind of awkward to improvise with someone that you don't know, especially over a video call. When you're seeing people in person in real life, it is way, way easier to read their energy and read their body language and stuff so you can kind of see where they're going next with the scene. Anyway, we kind of felt like maybe we don't want to do this anymore, at least not in the way that we had been doing it. And with the chicks, we've been working on so many different sketches, putting them out on YouTube, trying to get more content going. So Alicia had the brilliant idea to 
do a podcast just with the chicks and make it be a social event as well. So the idea was we would get together and record on Friday nights. We were welcome to bring a little sip sip glass of wine if we wanted to, but we didn't have to. We were lowering the pressure load basically off of putting together content that is super polished and professional and slick and all of that sort of stuff you know, removing the pressure of the sounds of construction still literally outside my building all the time. You can probably hear it. I'm going to try to denoise it. But this, like, we just wanted to reduce some of that pressure. We also wanted to find a way to have fun with each other. We had a coach recommend to us that we should have, like, a date night together. And so we thought this would be a really great way to do that. So we pitched it to the rest of the chicks. And lo and behold, a couple of days later, they were all into it. It took them a little bit of time to to get comfortable with it. But eventually... We got to a place where we all felt like, yeah, okay, we're ready to do this. We can do this together. So that meant wrapping up, you gotta laugh. And here's, here's the dirt. Here's a little DL for ya. I haven't properly wrapped up that show. But anyway, so we started the process by figuring out what we wanted to do on the show, how we wanted it to sound, how we wanted it to feel who it's for, what it's all about, all of those sorts of things. These are the things that I walk you through in Podcast Rocket as well, by the way. It launches tomorrow, and it's open from April 7th until April 11th. So if you want to learn how to start your podcast with me, make sure you check that out. I will leave a link in the show notes. So we started out with brainstorming. We came up with a couple of different games that we thought might be fun or concepts we could try. We thought maybe we would do segments where they're kind of predetermined by whoever the host was going to be. So the host would be like, okay, I want to have three segments and it's going to be jelly bean jolly day. And then there's going to be aloe plants, uh, garden center, and then there's going to be grocery store exploration. But what we found with that was that it was too difficult for us to improvise around and we didn't really know what we were aiming for. And like with anything, you have to have a purpose. And this is the same for improv and the same for podcasting, which is why I think improv and podcasting are such a great combination together, even if you're just doing improv for fun to get better at your podcasting skills. So having that particular framework didn't work out. But what we did was We planned to have a whole bunch of recordings that we were just never going to use. And the reason is, because I've done so many of these before, the first episodes are always going to be basically a wash. You have to get into the habit of recording and understand what's going to come next, what the expectations are. This is true even if you are recording all by yourself. You're probably going to have a couple of attempts at your first episodes before you feel like, okay, I feel comfortable enough to just talk and follow my outline or my script. Or if you are the type of person that likes to wing it on a specific topic, awesome for you. I wish I could do that. So all that to say, we tried it out first to see how it felt. And eventually what happened was we got to a place where we felt like, okay, we want to try something completely different after we've done one or two of these other formats. 
we want to try this thing instead. We got to a place where we have a host. So we'll rotate through the five of us, each taking turns being the host. And the host will introduce the show, introduce who we are, and go around and introduce everybody else in the troupe. And then the host will ask a question. The host will ask something like, what's your favorite childhood toy? Or what is the worst experience you've ever had on public transit? And each of us will go around and tell a story about that question. So it gives our audience a chance to get to know us a little bit better. It also gives us a chance to get to know each other a little bit better, sort of like that date night thing. And then we will throw to a scene. So whoever's hosting for that particular episode will say, and with that, we take you to a location, whatever the location is. We tried doing that part a couple of different ways as well, which was interesting. We found that it was really, really difficult if the host set up like, and now we take you to a construction yard where two people are fighting over whether or not one gets to use the jackhammer. That was really limiting for us. So by changing it to throwing it to something like, and now we take you to a construction yard, that opened up a whole lot of different options for us. So again, like I, I'm sharing this with you because I want you to know that it is a bit of an experiment as you get things going, as you're developing your concept and you want to work through all of this type of stuff, especially if you're working with five people all together. Now, that's not the norm, of course, but if you're working with a co-host, for example, you might want to try a couple of different versions of the same thing just to get your feet wet and understand what works best for you, what feels best, what is getting the best results. Then we had to come up with where the heck are we going to record this? And Squadcast, amazing as it is, only lets up to four people record at a time. So that was out immediately, unfortunately. I really didn't want to use Zoom. As you know, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, it's really not a great option for recording things. And I didn't want to use Google Hangouts because it tends to drop out really easily. So I tried StreamYard. I tried it for the first time with the chicks. And it works super duper well, plus the fact that we could record video at the same time and you get all these cool features like different title cards and all these different fun things. So I got a little bit too nuts about that. I'm really excited about it. And I put together all of these like wild title cards. They're super fun. So you have to, you have to go watch it. There's a lot of like CGI dancing chicks in them. It's weird. It's fun. It's a good time. So we put that together. I wrote some theme music just off the top of my head right before we were going to record one night. Everybody added in their own pieces to it. So they sang their own parts or said their own parts. And now I'm going to share that theme music with you because why the heck not? It's pretty fun. <laughs> Wing it, baby. Talking to my friends and having a good time. Sipping some wine and talking. Bop, bop. We're talking. We're being social. On, On the, the Hatch. The Big Chick Energy Podcast. That's what you're listening to right, right now. now. The Hatch that you're listening to right, right now. With Alicia, Joanne, Sam, Julia, and Emily. The Hatch. Tweet, tweet. Improvise. Oh, yeah. Chickity chick. This is a real treat. I think we nailed it. Fun, huh? That was a full dozen right there. I'm a chicken. No, I'm not. I'm a human being. And scene. Next, we started building out our entire episode package, the things we needed for every single episode and the things that we needed in order to launch. This took some time to do. We had to 
essentially, we had to put together our intro and our outro and our trailer, the music, everything else that comes in this complete package of the hatch over, I think we probably did this over a period of a month. And this is, it took us a lot longer, I think, just because of the fact that there's five of us and we had to establish a lot of these things and get feedback and change things and tweak things because everybody... Like, we like to make sure that everybody's okay with what we put out. So this process might take you a little bit less time if you are the only person making these decisions, and that might be a good thing for you. So we have everything packaged up together. It feels really good, feels really awesome, and then we had to decide when we were going to launch. So back in, I would say, the end of February, we were looking at how many episodes we already had batched. And because when we record, we actually record two or three episodes in an evening. We start at 8 o'clock and we record till like 11 p.m., 11.30, just because we're having a good time and it's super duper fun for us. Not all the episodes are ones that we want to put out, honestly, because some of them, they're just not great. But sometimes we get really lucky and we get at least two recordings that we're really happy with that we want to put out. So we decided on the episodes that we were going to put out and we made a list of when they would go live and we picked our launch date. Our launch date officially was April 2nd, which was Good Friday. So that was a holiday Friday over the Easter long weekend. And I don't think I'd do that again. I think that was probably not the best decision of all time, only because we didn't launch to the usual fanfare of all of the things that would normally happen if people were like on, right? People are on vacation. This stuff doesn't work out as well. Not gonna lie. So it wasn't as amazing, but I'm gonna get into that launch strategy in just a second here. So we worked backwards. We have six, seven episodes that are batched and ready to go. We're still recording over the month of March as well. And then what we decided to do was do a live stream version of the hatch. So because we were using StreamYard, that made it super, super easy for us to go live and do the show for an audience. Now, we were nervous. We were a little shy. This is like a running theme generally in my life. A little bit shy to do things, a little shy to put stuff out in the world because it's like, well, I don't know. I don't know. People are, are they going to like it all that stuff? So we were anticipating having a few people show up, but not any more than like 20 people. And that felt comfortable for us because we knew it was going to be people, whoever showed up were going to be people that we knew that wouldn't be posting really mean things in the comments because that can happen, as I'm sure you probably know or have heard of. It was going to be a supportive environment for us to get everything launched and also get comfortable with the idea of going live and doing a live show together. So we built that into our launch framework and we scheduled that for March 26th, which was one week before episode one would go live. We released the trailer that week as well and shared that out with everyone, which meant that we could start getting some reviews on the show, on Apple Podcasts. I launched it through Anchor this time. I didn't use Buzzsprout because I wanted to test out Anchor and see whether or not I actually liked it, if it does a good job. I don't love it as much as Buzzsprout. I find that there's not as much control over it as I would have liked. Definitely not as many analytics, but I'm going to keep trying it out because I really want to see, you know, how it could be used in a beneficial way. So anyway, we put all the logistics together. We put together our marketing campaign and that included a whole bunch of emails, like three or four emails, getting people ready for the live stream and then getting people 
excited about episode one dropping. And then the day episode one dropped, we put another email out and we did the same thing, kind of mirroring that on social media as well. The other thing that we did that was helpful was setting up a landing page. So we use ConvertKit for our emails. So we set up a landing page with ConvertKit and we told people like, come to our live event. We'll send you a link if you sign up through this link. And it was helpful because it's another way for us to get people on our email list. This is a, something that you can do as well. If you are an entrepreneur, if you're a coach and you happen to go live every once in a while, you can say, hey, sign up for my email list. And I will tell you when I go live, you'll get a direct email link for that specific thing. Very effective way to do that because people love showing up to live things. Also, I'm going to be going live tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, April 7th, to talk all about how to start your own podcast. And you can also get a link for that in the show notes as well. I'd love to see you there. Okay, so back to the hatch. So we had our launch day. We had our live stream planned. We were ready to go. And everybody had their own responsibilities, which was really nice. We got to spread that out a little bit across the whole troop. So Sam took emails. Julia took social media graphics. Joanne took transcription corrections. And then Alicia took the show notes. And I took the editing and packaging that stuff together. So each episode will have show notes. It will have an embed code for Anchor. It will have an embed code for YouTube. It will have an IGTV video that's captioned. So I take like a three to four minute clip for IGTV because why not have like something a little bit longer of a scene that's really fun, really interesting and eye-catching for people to watch while they're on Instagram. The other cool thing about IGTV is that you can actually link to your YouTube channel like directly in the post. It's the only place you can actually link to a thing, which is super awesome. Just a little fun fact if you didn't know that. And it's a really good user experience because they can tap right through into the YouTube app. Super cool. So we've got everything put together. We're ready to go. And then all we had to do was hit go, basically. And we did. And it was awesome. And we went live. And it was scary. But it was fun. And we did this whole bit about an unlicensed Bubba Gump shrimp restaurant that had opened up in Mississauga and some copyright lawyers who were also gun-toting mother-in-law type figures. It was really weird. It was a really fun time and we had a great time doing it. The first episode came out just last Friday. We've seen several people, like I said, not as many as I was expecting initially, but several people have definitely started listening to it and we're starting to send out more emails and the more consistent that we are with it, I know it's going to grow because that is just the nature of starting a podcast. And again, because this was not a high stakes piece of content that we were putting out, we we just wanted to have something where we're going to have fun. We're going to have something that we can share with our audience, a way for you to connect with us. This was a really great option for us to put all of that together and package it up all super nice, super tidy, super cool, super fun. So anyway, I will keep you posted on how this podcast grows and develops over time. And if you have questions about it, make sure you send me an email at emily at the ultimate creative.com or send me a voice memo on the underscore ultimate creative. And I'd love to share more about podcast launch strategies with you. What works, what doesn't work. Again, don't launch on a holiday weekend just didn't work. Definitely not the right call, but you know, lesson learned. We'll figure that out for the next time. Anyway, 
Finally, I would love to share with you that Podcast Rocket is opening up doors tomorrow, April 7th, and they're going to close up again April 11th. So if you've been thinking about starting a podcast, whether it is an audio drama, a podcast for your business, an improv podcast because you want to hang out with your friends more, this is the course for you. It is a five-week program where you're going to be learning with me all of the essential steps that you need to take. It is a complete podcast launch path that I'm going to take you through. Tons of tutorial videos, strategy videos, templates, email, all of these amazing fun things, live calls, a Facebook group. I just, there's so many things. You just, you're just going to have to head over to theultimatecreative.com slash podcast dash rocket and check it all out there. And I would love to see you in there. I will talk to you soon. Thank you for listening. Have a fabulous day. I'm Emily Milling. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening to Ultimate Podcast Marketing. If you enjoyed this show and found some value in it, it would mean so much to me if you left a written review and star rating on Apple Podcasts. It'll help more people like you find this show. And if you're looking for a podcast production team, look no further, darlings. We've got you covered. Head on over to theultimatecreative.com slash podcasting. You can also find us over on Instagram at the underscore ultimate creative.